0: Broadcast. My name is Pastor Thomas Rich. Right here with me is my beautiful wife, co-pastor Joanne Rich, and we are so honored and privileged to have you to join us today. Family, uh, we are looking forward to getting back into the building where we're able to have our, our services as a congregation all in one place. Uh, Things are changing now. Many restrictions are being removed now. I I do ask your prayers because uh, we recently discovered that we had a water problem, that we're working on getting resolved so that we can get back into the building as quickly as possible. So pray with us. Uh, We got to get that taken care of. And we're looking forward to being in the house of God as a family, arms around one another, love to one another, looking in the eyes of one another, and fellowshipping together in one place called the house of God. Amen. So we're excited. We welcome all of you, of the River of Life family, uh, and, and our friends who may be watching in from all across the country and even outside of the country. We welcome each and every one of you today in the love and in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, This morning, family, uh, my expectation is that some healing is going to occur as we go into God's word. Uh, I believe that God has given us a word today that's gonna open up some hearts, open up some minds, create an atmosphere for healing and breakthrough. I'm excited about it, y'all, because as I've been praying and and, and studying and getting ready for this, God's been doing something for me. And and I don't believe that it was just for me. I believe it's for every one of us. So uh, we welcome you this morning in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Won't you bow your heads with me? As we get ready for the word of prayer, then we're going to talk about this healing that God has for you and me today. Father, in Jesus' name, we give you glory, honor, and praise for the privilege of another Sunday morning where we can gather together around your word and allow you to pour into us so that we can get more of you and be more like you. God, as the, the mouthpiece that you're using today, minister to me so that my heart, my mind, my spirit, my mouth, everything that I do, it enables you to reach your people right where they need to be touched. God, we give you glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. I want to remind you, too, that uh, even if, if you're watching in or listening in right now, after this is over, you can also go to uh, our podcast on Spotify or Anchor, and you will be able to pick up the broadcast. This morning, family, I want to speak to you from the thought, how to get a breakthrough. I I don't know about you guys, but uh, I am continually engaging folks. Who are telling me that they are looking for a breakthrough. And God has been talking to me about breakthrough, y'all, and helping me to understand that there are some very significant processes that often are a part of getting breakthrough. So let me start this morning by just talking about what is a breakthrough. Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines breakthrough as an act or or an instance of moving through or beyond an obstacle. I want you to remember that word obstacle because many times when we're trying to get a breakthrough, that means there is something there that is blocking our breakthrough. Uh, Merriam-Webster also says that breakthrough could be a sudden advance, especially in knowledge or technique. Let me give you an example of that. And and, and forget about the politics. I I don't care which side of the political thing you fall down on. But right now, we've been living through a pandemic, and we got a significant breakthrough through something called a vaccine. Whether you believe in it or don't believe in it, there are many people getting vaccines and are getting back to everyday life. That vaccine occurred relatively quickly. Folk didn't realize that Uh, That coronavirus study had been going on for years, and and when we got hit with it, there was already advanced studies, and so they came up with a rather quick uh, vaccine, and it seems to be safe, and it seems to be effective, but that would be called a breakthrough, y'all, because most vaccines would take four, five, six, seven, eight years to go from the the recognition of the need to the point where they believe it was safe and effective. Um, Another breakthrough could be someone's notable success. That is, uh, you know, I remember playing Little League Baseball, and I remember my first few times as a batter, and I believe I struck out far more than I ever touched the ball with a bat in there early stages of Little League Baseball. And my first breakthrough came when I finally fouled off a ball, but I made contact with it. And the moment I made contact, I got a breakthrough because then I knew that I could catch up to the pitch and put the ball or put the bat on the ball. That's a breakthrough, y'all. Warfare, in warfare, An offensive military assault that penetrates and carries through and beyond the enemy lines is also called a breakthrough. So that's kind of what the world typically thinks of in the context of a breakthrough. But I want to give you another context. I want to give you a a, a spiritual or a Christian context in the context of a spiritual breakthrough it is typically defined in many ways. One of the first breakthroughs is when we see someone get saved. I don't know about you, but I know what my life was like before salvation came to me. And I know that there were folk praying for my salvation. And when I finally surrendered my life to Christ, I know that there was a team of folk who had been praying and they acknowledge that when I gave my life to the Lord, that was considered a breakthrough. Listen, breakthrough spiritually could be getting a deeper understanding of God's word. It could be receiving an answer to a prayer. That also could be a breakthrough. Let me tell you something else that could be a breakthrough. And I know that there's probably few people watching or listening in today who would acknowledge this, but the reality is the Bible says that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. What am I talking about when I talk about sin and a breakthrough? When you have had this haunting sin, whatever it has been, and finally, you look and you have turned it over to the Lord, and you realize that you're no longer being haunted by that sin. I want you to know that that is a spiritual breakthrough. This morning, y'all, I want to spend some time talking about how to get a breakthrough. I want you to know that breakthroughs don't uh, typically just occur. There's a lot of things that have been going on in the background, both in your background and spiritually, in order for that breakthrough to occur. Let me give you another example, and then we'll get on with this. When Paul was on the road to Damascus, Paul had been one of the most vile human beings that there was as a persecutor of the people of the way. And at that time, If you were a follower of Jesus Christ, you were called not a Christian, but the people of the way. And Paul was so religious, so caught up in his religious understanding, that it brought great special uh, delight. And he felt that he was achieving something extraordinary for his religious faith if he would persecute, bring in chains, put in jail, kill whatever it took to stop the people of the way from lifting up the name of Jesus Christ. But when Paul was on the road to Damascus with the intent of bringing more and more people away from the testimony of Christ and into religious bondage, the Lord struck him, got his attention and brought him out of his spiritual darkness so that he was able to see and receive the glorious light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Family, I want you to know that Paul got a breakthrough that day. Now, I gave Paul as an example because quite often we get breakthrough as a result of something that we sincerely desire and are praying for. And asking God to give us a breakthrough. But in the context of Paul, he wasn't looking for that breakthrough. But God knew that that's the breakthrough that Paul needed. And so he, he interrupted Paul and gave Paul a breakthrough. But it was a spiritual breakthrough. He brought him out of spiritual bondage into the glorious life of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So Paul received a spiritual breakthrough. One more example. There was a a brother by the name of Hezekiah who was dying and on his sickbed, he prayed and asked God to give him some more time. The Bible says that he turned his face to the wall and prayed, but God answered his prayer and added 15 more years of healthy living to brother Hezekiah. Hezekiah, in other words, y'all, went from almost dying to getting a spiritual breakthrough. The idea, family, of a spiritual breakthrough uh, suggests a preceding struggle. That is, that, that something has gotten between you and what you have been seeking, what you have been desiring, what you have been praying for, We might even call it an obstacle. And it it has reached a point where you have finally gotten a resolution, and we would call that resolution a breakthrough. So let me start with this. I want you to know that if you want to know how to get a breakthrough, one of the first things that we must understand is that almost all breakthrough is preceded by a season of prayer. I said almost all because Paul wasn't praying for his breakthrough. But most of us, when we desire a breakthrough, we spend time in prayer seeking God's help for our breakthrough. Listen, believers might seek a spiritual breakthrough when they are feeling far away from God and you know that you need to get back. You know that you need to to reconstruct, to, to, to reestablish your intimacy and your relationship with God. And the Bible says that God is always close to those who trust him. He wants to give them guidance. He wants to bridge the separation that has occurred between them and him so that they might be open to his love and that they are able to move from being discontented because they're separated into a right relationship so that they are able to come back in. Listen, God said that I will never ever leave you and I will never ever forsake you. That's what we are praying for y'all when you're trying to to get and reestablish that breakthrough, you've got to get your breakthrough by coming through the Lord, praying, spending time, not allowing your obstacle, your adversity, your challenge to keep you from believing that God is near and his desire is to open that door and to give you that breakthrough. So today, I'm going to be talking about The kind of breakthrough that is entirely within your and my control. Oh, I I said something right there, y'all. Because many times when we're seeking breakthrough, we feel like the breakthrough that we want is something that's on the other side of the obstacle. And unless the Lord does something supernatural, we cannot get the breakthrough. And that's true for many breakthroughs. But I want you to know that God is going to share with us in his word today that many times the ability for you and me to get a breakthrough is within our personal control. So I want to share with you today that uh, there is a stunningly absolute promise that God has given us so that we can get our breakthrough. And I want to share this with you. Some of you might get a little upset with me as I say this, but many times the obstacle between our breakthrough and where we are looking for that breakthrough is related to our stubbornness of heart. It's related to the fact that we are often self-absorbed it's related to the fact that we have this foolishness in our mind and heart that causes us to pick and choose how we're going to live in our relationship with God. I like to describe that as being cafeteria Christians. You know how when you go in a cafeteria and you got all the goodies on the shelf and then you got the, the stuff that's good for you on the shelf also And you walk right on by the stuff that's good for you and go to the desserts and and the stuff that you really like maybe it's pizza and hamburger and hot dog but the greens and all the other good stuff you walk right on by it because in the cafeteria you get to pick and decide what you're going to take and what you're going to leave and i want to say to us today as we begin to talk about how to get a breakthrough, that God wants us to know that many times the the obstacle to our breakthrough is in our mind, our heart, our spirit, our attitude. It's in the decision process that we're making as opposed to the, the obstacles that we want to think is blocking us from our breakthrough. Now, somebody getting upset with me right now because you're saying, uh, a Preacher, you're messing with me this morning. Yes, I am. But I'm messing with you because I want, with the help of the Holy Spirit, to teach us how to get a breakthrough. Our lesson this morning is coming from the Gospel of Mark. We're going to primarily focus on one verse. And, and when you read the verse... I don't want you to get up and walk away. I want you to to lean up on the end of your seat. Open your ears, your eyes, and your heart and let God minister to you today so that you can learn how to get your breakthrough. Are you ready? All right, here we go. Mark chapter 11, verse 25. Many of you know it. And you don't like it, but it's going to be good to you. Like I said, this is like the cafeteria. Don't pass by what's good for you to get what you like. Let's take what's good for us so that God can teach us how to get our breakthrough. Listen to Mark eleven twenty-five. 25. He says, and when you stand praying. So I already told you that many times prayer is an essential part of getting our breakthrough. And Mark says, and when you stand praying, and then he says, watch this, y'all. This is what many folk don't like, but this is what we all need. If you have anything against anyone, watch it, forgive him. Did y'all hear that? Let me say it again. When you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him. Then the verse closes out this way. It says that your father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. Wow, man, I'm telling you, most folk don't like that, but that's how the doorway to your breakthrough is going to be open. When you stand praying, if you have anything against anybody, forgive him. Listen, most often breakthrough is preceded by effective prayer. And so Mark in verse in chapter 11, verse 25, said, opened it by saying, when you stand praying, because if you want a breakthrough, you got to pray through. I hope you caught me. And Most often, breakthrough is preceded by effective prayer, and it requires that we must overcome many obstacles in order to be effective in our prayer. In other words, it doesn't matter what the enemy brings against you. You you pray, and you keep on praying. In in the Word of God, in the Amplified Bible, it says, uh, ask and keep on asking. Seek and keep on seeking, knock and keep on knocking, and it shall be opened unto you. Listen, spiritual breakthrough is often part of a process that requires that we become so God-fortified that we will press through the most formidable obstacles or barriers to achieve our breakthrough. Did y'all catch that? Uh, breakthrough is intended to require you to be strong. It's intended to require you to stand. It's intended to require you to push, press, to keep your focus on God. He said, when you stand praying, in other words, if you want a breakthrough, one of the first things you got to do is pray. And then keep on praying, keep on asking. Keep on seeking, keep on knocking, pounding if you must, until you get your breakthrough. What are we talking about then? We're talking about fervent prayer. Uh, What what do you mean fervent prayer, teacher? Well, uh, fervent prayer is deep, focused, and passion-filled petition of God. In other words, uh, you recognize where your help comes from. You know that mama and, and daddy and sister and brother and your, best, uh, your BFF, all of them mean well. But there are occasions where they can't do for you what only God wants to do for you. And if you are willing to be fervent in your relationship as you pray before God and continue knocking, continue pounding, continue pressing, that that kind of fervency can get you through the door and into the presence of Almighty God. Listen, we're talking about getting a breakthrough and I said prayer is an essential part of breakthrough. Why? Because prayer is aligning and communing ourselves with the God who is our creator, it is delving into a prayer of deep fervor. And and when we do that, it has an amazing effect of changing not only our circumstances, but also, and this is very important, it it doesn't just change our circumstances, but it changes us. That's why I said to you when I read. Mark 11:25. 25, don't get up and walk away because it talked about forgiving. Because in order for us to get breakthrough, if God wants to change us. It's not about what somebody did to you or failed to do for you. Or it's not somebody else's fault. It, it, it's God saying, if you really want your breakthrough, it's going to be you and me working together. And while you might be thinking it's all about what others did or did not do, I'm saying to you, and I'm talking, this is the voice of God, simply saying to you, He wants to change us. And in order to get the breakthrough, something has to happen inside of us. Listen, how many times have you faced obstacles and quit? How many times have you faced obstacles? didn't even know you were about to get your breakthrough because it was so hard that you simply gave up and quit. Listen, I want you to understand that obstacles have a necessity to effective prayer because it is only through the experience of having to stand in the face of an obstacle that you learn how to stand until you get your breakthrough. I hope you're hearing me this morning. Because listen, many of us claim to be people of faith, but we could question our sincerity when we're facing obstacles and quit before we get our breakthrough. In other words, talk is cheap, y'all. It's easy to claim to be a person of faith until you're faced with an obstacle. That's when you have to decide that if God said it, I'm going to keep on pushing no matter what. Otherwise, is there genuine sincerity in our profession of faith? Listen, many times we treat God as if he only merits our attention when we have a need for him. Uh, in, in other words, uh I'm coming to you, God, because I've tried everything else and it has failed. And I'm hoping that you'll give me a breakthrough. No, God wants more relationship than that. He wants us, our hope to move to trust. He wants our hope to move to such a level of intimacy that we recognize and and have a relationship with him that says that I'm going to wait until my change comes. I don't know if you're feeling me this morning, but I want you to understand that uh, it's necessary to press and to hold on until we get our breakthrough. Listen, one of the tragic things about obstacles is that we have the choice of either standing with God or giving up because God didn't do it the way we wanted God to do it. Oh, I just said something there. And the reason I know it is because when we go back to uh, Mark eleven twenty-five, 25, he said, uh, when you stand praying, if you have something in your heart against your brother, your sister, listen, families are torn apart. There, there are so many families right now where one member won't talk to another member. There they are co-workers that, that will not come into the presence of others. There are, 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 are situations right now where people need to be gathering together so that they can be one. And when you are one, there is a power that comes from on high that the enemy cannot defeat. But we are so full of us that there's not room enough that we have made for God to fill us. It's too much us and not enough Jesus in our heart. So I'm suggesting to you today that uh, there is a tragedy in the obstacles that we permit that to become or to get in between us and the desire that God has for our heart. In other words, y'all, I'm suggesting to you today That while you call yourself praying for a breakthrough, that breakthrough is available to you. But in order to get the breakthrough, you've got to move away all the obstacles that have been blocking your breakthrough. And, And many times the obstacles are in our mind, in our heart. In our spirit, it's a relationship breakdown that we're not willing to be the first to reach out to heal. It's a a, a relationship breakdown, and we're saying, look, you don't know what they have done to me. You don't understand what I went through. You don't understand how they gave this favor to that family member while I was treated like I was a second-class citizen. Let me tell you a little secret. Josh did a teaching a couple of weeks ago on Joseph. And, And what we learned is... That Joseph never could have been available to his family so that they could get their breakthrough when the family struck, when the famine struck that nation. But Joseph said to his brothers, You meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. So I'm telling you right now that we have one of the most amazing examples of how to get breakthrough. And that example doesn't come from uh, anybody other than the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen, when Jesus was hanging out on Calvary's cross, when after all the pain, after all the rejection, the mocking, the beatings, the humiliation, still nailed to that old rugged cross, yet Jesus, understanding that he was dying for you and me, and that we needed a breakthrough, gave us an incredible illustration of how to open the door to a breakthrough. What did Jesus do? He said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Listen, I know you, you might be hurting right now, and you might feel convinced that what they did to you, they were clear in their mind and heart, and they did it intentionally. And you may be absolutely correct. But let me tell you a little secret. You can carry it and be angry and unforgiving. And it will hurt you more than it will hurt them. If you want your breakthrough, instead of you taking that cup of poison and drinking it and then hoping that they will die. Because that's what happens when you don't forgive. You put down the cup. Begin to pray. Ask God to minister to your heart. Because the text said when you stand praying if you got any issue against your brother, forgive first and then come back so that the Lord can hear your prayer. Listen. Jesus was dying a horrible death. It was painful. It was humiliating, but Jesus called time out to teach you and me to get our priorities in order. He was saying, while you still have time, call time out because while if you don't forgive, even though I desire to give you the breakthrough, that breakthrough is being blocked. And the obstacle is between your ears or in your heart. Open up so that I can open up and give you your breakthrough. Listen, God is trying to help us to get our breakthrough family. But Mark 11, 25 tells us that we've got to take care of our unfinished business before we can get our breakthrough. What did he say? Whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. Listen, I'm getting ready to close, but I want you to hear this real good. Refusing to forgive or holding on to bitterness can also hinder your prayer. How many folk know that prayer is the equivalent of being on a super highway to breakthrough? As long as you're willing to let God have your mind, your heart, and your spirit. As long as you're willing to pray. And I know that there are many folk who, because of what was in their mind and in their heart, although they knew they needed a breakthrough, they wouldn't even pray because they knew that God was going to require something of them that they felt like they needed to hold on to. Hold on to it if you will, but I want you to know that as long as you hold on to it, you're blocking your breakthrough. Uh, the, the point may also be that this is an area where we need great faith. Look, a hard, unforgiving heart is bigger than any mountain. And that unforgiving heart can be the equivalent of plugging up the dam to your breakthrough. Listen, nothing is going to break through that plugged-up dam until you let God have your heart and your mind. So this morning, and, and and I realize I haven't even come close to finishing this teaching, but this morning I simply want to say to you that if you really want to know how to get a breakthrough, it begins with letting God have a breakthrough to you. It begins with you and me looking unto Jesus as the author and finisher of our faith. It requires that we recognize that when God says, let go, it's our turn to let go. When God says, look up, we need to look up. And when he says, don't quit, keep on pressing until your breakthrough comes. It's not always easy but it's worth letting God have you so that you can experience your breakthrough. So as I, go, as I close this morning, I simply want to say to you, when you stand praying, knowing that you need a breakthrough. And as I said earlier, uh, virtually every breakthrough in our life is going to require prayer. You can't expect God to do something uh, if you don't have a relationship with God. So virtually every breakthrough requires prayer. And what did the text say? When you stand praying, if you have anything against your brother. So I'm closing with this. Forgiveness is essential to your breakthrough. Oh, there's so much more that I wanted to share with you. We'll share it in the weeks to come. But uh, don't shut the door because you're being asked to do something that you weren't ready to do. This is the opportunity now for you to be positioned so that God can give you your breakthrough. And whether it's easy or comfortable or whether it's even what you wanted to hear is not the question today. The question is, if you want to know how to get a breakthrough, it begins with your focus on Christ and fervency to allow his mind and his heart to be so rich in you that you give up your right to be unforgiving so that Jesus can have your heart. Listen, the, the, the fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much. And so we're going to close there. You pray. Pray fervently. Don't quit. Don't turn back. Keep pressing in because you cannot get your breakthrough unless you allow God to have your heart. May God bless you and heaven smile on you and give you peace. And we ask that prayer in Jesus' name now.